Times have changed. In the Old Testament, the revelation of who God was and and how he wanted to relate to us was limited. We live in a time when we have received the fullness of revelation of all that is necessary for our salvation. There's nothing that can be added to the revelation as pertains our salvation. After the death of the last apostle, that was it. No new revelation. But there are times that I think, or times that we don't grasp what we have been given. The word that jumped out, I was trying to prepare a homily this morning as I was in adoration and nothing was coming. But the word that jumped out as I was reading the, reading the gospel was incapable of deceit. Ah, that's what I'll talk about. We've been deceived. That's the role of Satan. That's the role of the enemy. He seeks to deceive us and rob us of what God has given us. And too often we let him. Too often we allow Satan to get away with murder, so to speak. And we do not live in the heritage that is ours, in the inheritance that is ours through Jesus Christ. Too often we allow Satan to rob us of the truth. You and I are saved. Our sins are forgiven. We are blessed by God to be his sons and daughters. We ought to be living a victorious Christian life. But too often, the enemy comes along and deceives us, takes away from us what is ours. Takes away from us what is ours by baptism. When we are baptised, Christ claims us. Claims us for himself. In Ephesians, when Paul, or whoever wrote the letter to the Ephesians, Ephesians talks about a seal being sealed by the sacrament of baptism. It's a direct reference to the seal that that the Roman emperor put on his soldiers. You were basically branded if you were a soldier for the emperor. And in a sense, you belonged to the emperor. He could tell you what to do and you'd say, yes, sir. You were slaves to the emperor when you were sealed by this seal. And... That's what happens to us at baptism. We are sealed into the life of Christ. And nobody can take that away from us unless we allow them to. And too often we're too timid to stand up to whether it's the world, whether it's the enemy, whether it's just a temptation or a sin or whatever it might be. Too often we're too timid to stand firm in the knowledge of our salvation and claim the victory that Christ has given us. Live the victory that Christ has given us. Profess the victory that Christ has given us and share that victory with others. Our lives are meant to speak of the victory of Jesus over sin and death. That's what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. That's what it means to be a follower of Christ. To be convinced that I've been able to throw off the powers of sin 
not because I'm stronger than, than the devil or not because I'm better than anybody else, but because Jesus has gifted me with salvation. And the gift of Jesus is absolute. Nobody can overcome that. Nobody has more power than that. Not the angels, not the devil, not anyone else. And the angels, Gabriel, Michael, and what's the other one? Raphael, the archangels. The other angels, our guardian angels, who we'll celebrate in a couple of days' time. They're there to help us remember, to help us to, to believe, to help us to stand firm. So let us pray that we will take hold of all that we have been given in the victory of Christ over sin and death and that we will live it daily and be a beacon for the world to see of what is possible with Jesus Christ by our side, with Jesus Christ in our hearts, with the grace of the Holy Spirit working in and through us. It is as though... Uh, John says here, or, or John reports Jesus as saying here, I tell you, you will see heaven laid open. We are citizens of heaven. That's our destiny. And we can begin to live that destiny now. We can take hold of it and live it and proclaim it. And that's what we need to do as disciples of Jesus Christ.